COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. Information about children with this disease is limited, but they are known to have had mild symptoms. Many organizations are responding accordingly, depending upon their area. It's best to stay home and away from others, especially when sick, and continue following healthy hand wash guidelines, covering mouth and nose and not touching your face or high-touch surfaces. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces regularly, and for more information, please visit cdc.gov forward slash COVID-19. Thank you. But Marge always told me communication is bad for a marriage. I said it was good. You said what was good? Hello, world. This is Chris Abalo's Podcast Experiment, and I am Chris Abalo. Welcome to the show on May the 4th, National It's Okay to Make Fun of People with Lists Day, as I'm joined by Jack DeFranco, as always yeah, now. Yeah, that's what the holiday is known for, totally, List Problem Day. Well, if we're being honest, that's that, that's why people say fourth, but anyway. Yeah, there's In your be... world, not mine. Right. <laughs> Whatever you say, nerd. Uh-huh. Anyway, yeah, whatever. <laughs> there's going to be a whole lot of Star Wars talk, and con- I'm so tired of the word content. I really am. Everybody's just referring to everything as content, content creator, new content every day, daily content. I'm so tired of just, it's such an overused word, and while, yes, it applies to everything, it's good as a blanket term, I just see it so much that I'm, I'm sick of it. But anyway, yes, there's going to be a lot of Star Wars-oriented Things in media all week, oh, and people yeah. are going to be watching movies and celebrating. We thought, you know, it would be the obvious thing to do because we do want to do a Star Wars episode soon, just to kind of talk about this most recent trilogy, which we've all absorbed. But it's also on Disney Plus as of today, so if anybody hasn't seen it and they want to watch it, then it's available. If they're not going to shell out, you know, the thirty bucks like we did to buy it on physical media. Then, or then several times tickets to see it in several different formats, <laughs> like me. Yeah, if you're waiting until so, it comes to a subscription If you want to watch service. it specifically, my, some family members of mine, hint, hint, get on Disney Plus and watch it. You've got it now. So <laughs> anyway, anyway, yeah, we'll no, get there. No, there's a no lot Star more Wars. Star Wars. There's a lot more than just May the 4th, as far as I'm concerned, for Star Wars days. I mean, 40th anniversary of some movies coming up soon, and I'd like to talk about that, too. Absolutely. Well, you're also watching the the Clone Wars series, the animated yes. series. I need to finish watching The Mandalorian. So there is a lot of stuff to talk about just as fans. And and Jack is a is a diehard. I'm kind of a casual fan. I enjoy the Star Wars movies. But my world doesn't revolve around it like it does Jack. Literally, that's Jack's life. It's Star yeah. Wars. And Star Wars know it? wrestling and his wife in a distant third. Uh which which we do want to no. talk about today. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but before we kind of get into that, we were casually talking before we started recording because if I, and I'm willing to admit this, because we're at home and there's no schedule to be had, so to speak, but yeah, I literally just woke up from a nap. Now, Jack and I have planned to do the show at, on a certain day at a certain time, and I said, you know, at least for, for this particular episode, and uh, I said, okay, great, we'll start at this time. And I had nodded off completely and woke up, realized how late it was and said, oh, sorry, Jack, we're going to get it together. I mean, Jack had texted me like 10 minutes before saying, um, you know, he's ready when I am. And I said, uh, just give me like 10 more minutes. And yeah, my my sleep schedule has been way messed up since there hasn't been work yeah. to go to. There hasn't been anything to get up and go to. There are no appointments. There's no real schedule. And I mean, at this point, we're. We're all just winging this, it this here. Is uh... Yeah, we just wrapped up six weeks of this, so you you kind of get in, you know, you, you fall into it, and you lose your your routine and your habits, and it's very easy to get off track. I do find it funny. There's a lot of I've seen some funny tweets recently where people have been saying, you know, this isn't a a a competition for how how disciplined you are and how much better you've gotten over this time. Like <laughs> this is a difficult no, time for a lot of not. people. If anything, I, I've gotten worse. Oh, I and definitely said, have. I definitely and I've have. said to myself, I'm not going to fall into that uh, that pit of this. I'm not going to do that again. I'm not going to 
sleep in late and go to bed late. It's not happening. And then like two days later, <laughs> it's 1130 and I just woke up. Yeah, it just happens. I mean, listen, we'll be fair. We are night people. We're night owls, yes. you and I, um, as well as my girlfriend. And I don't know where, where your wife, wife lands. Too. She's a very big night owl. Is she? Okay. Even, even with uh, working, it's just the stress with her job and everything else. She just can't fall asleep like any earlier than I would say one, two in the morning sometimes. Mm. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Just like stress and not just that on the weekends we're up late too. So she's a bit of a night owl. I don't know if that's been partially my influence or if it's something she already had before we met, but mm. it's, uh, she's, she's not one that uh, an early to bed, early to rise person at all. Yeah. Me she's, neither. Uh, oh, it's, it's 730. I have to get on the road now or I'm going to be late for my job. Kind of person. <laughs> so the scramble. I remember hearing the stories and I don't know if anybody ever talked about them on the only podcast that matters, but I remember Corey did it best where he said, this is Jack waking up the when Jack worked at the store. We all worked at for a while. And Jack had to open, which meant he had to be there at like 7.45. Am I remembering that right? But it's, uh, it it it's fluctuated been... like 7.30, 7.45. Okay. Whatever they decided was the appropriate time. It always changed. <laughs> it so. did. And chances are, I was just at the store less than eight hours before. So, Well, um, that, yeah, that too. That happened a lot where we had to close and you know be there till 11.30 yeah. and then open the next day, which uh, wasn't great. But you literally just had that le- legally mandated eight I hours. I, I don't know how... I don't know if that's something by law that they, I think people got away with that. Well, I mean, it is, it is eight hours. You need to have eight hours in between work, but it would literally yeah. be eight hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> but yeah. I think at, at this point, I've been gone from that job for 10 years, so I don't really remember. But let's just say it was Jack had to be there at 745 and you were living Ryan's house like 15 minutes, I think, from the store. Without the store traffic, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And at that hour could go either way. But <laughs> Corey's description, because his bedroom was next to yours was hysterical where he said all of a sudden you just hear oh shit slam the bathroom door slams opens up again you run back in the bedroom slam slam the bedroom door get ready (laughs) and then (laughs) not too long after there would be the uh slam of or rather the, the door flying open just as aggressively as it was closed and then you basically running out the door Yes, tucking my pants in, putting my belt on, shoes, everything. Yeah, just that's the throwing myself thing. together. I I can really I can be a creature of habit, and I can adapt very easily when I'm on a routine. I mean, for a while there was a nine month stretch where I was working nine to five. Well, actually, more than that. If I include, it was over a year. I realize that's no great feat, but this is hardly a brag. But when I was out in California, I had um, there were two jobs I had at a studio. And uh, both of them started in the morning. One of them I was working 8 to 5. And then the next position I was in, I was working 9.30 to 6. So I was going to bed at, let's say, 12 and waking up at, you know, 7, 7.15. And then eventually when I was working later, then, yeah, I was getting up at 8.30 and probably going to bed a little later, too. So the thing is, I am adaptable. I like that I can at least do that. I mean, it's probably harder to get up earlier on less sleep. It definitely is when you get older, I should say. But I, I do, I like that I can adapt to it if need be, uh, you know, when, when my schedule demands it. But yeah, that's why it's been easy, especially, you know, when working all the all the apps and being a freelancer where you don't have a schedule and you kind of work when you set the time or when you decide to work. Yeah, it, it's, it's very easy to get into a, a nocturnal habit. And that's what I've defaulted to even more so over these last couple of weeks. I mean, the night before last, I probably slept like five hours. Because it was wow. really, really late when we went to bed. We're we're up and we're watching, especially with all the streaming and everything. And I'll admit, we're we're guilty. I don't mean to call my girlfriend out on this either, but because we're not happy about it. But we will be watching TV in the bedroom. At a point, we'll go in in the bedroom and say we're going to wind down, and then we'll end up watching a bunch of cartoons. We'll watch several Futurama episodes or several Simpsons episodes or something to wind down. And then before we know it, it's getting light out, and it is getting lighter out earlier. Granted. The sun's rising around 6 a.m. right now, so that's still pretty standard. I wouldn't say that's, you know, that's to be expected when the sun comes up in spring. But we are uh, we are staying up to the point where it's getting light out, realizing, like, oh, shit, we should probably try to go to sleep, which is weird because we're not necessarily tired. We're just saying we should go to sleep because it's late. Or early. Yeah, it's early for guilty, Like, I have to go to sleep now because I'm an adult and this is not right. So Exactly. 
Yeah. But then we we're not we're not ready to really go to sleep. We're not necessarily tired enough that we're going to fall asleep. And it's also daylight out. So <laughs> it's it's yeah. not as easy to fall asleep. My problem is I try to go to bed earlier. Like I'll go between 12 and 1 and I'll lay in bed and oh, nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. I'll put TV on. I do what you do. I put cartoons on, but mine are Family Guy and Rick and Morty. Mm. And I kind of sometimes get sucked in or sometimes I'm just like, well, if I watch it, maybe I'll get tired. And sometimes it happens. Sometimes it doesn't. More as of late, I've been fall Like I go to bed between 12 and 1 or even like sometimes later, one thirty, two o'clock at the latest. But I'll just lay there. Some nights I'll just lay there and it's like, it's 3.30 and I'm still not out yet. I don't understand. So I actually, when I went grocery shopping the other day, I bought a bottle of, for the first time I've taken this in years, melatonin. Because I used to take that a lot when I was in retail because I would, like you said, would have to come home at 11, be asleep by, tw- try to fall asleep by 12 or whatever, and then get up the next morning and go to work all over again. So I would take melatonin to help me kind of relax since it's a natural vitamin. And I hadn't taken it in years because it's like, well, I just want to wean myself off it and just to fall asleep naturally. But with everything going on, it's like I want to try to get into a better sleep habit. So I took it at like 1130 last night and it says it takes about a half hour to kick in. It, it didn't. I was still up at <laughs> one, one o'clock in the morning in bed and it was like, all right, I think this is. And then I slept. Next thing I know, it's 5.30 in the morning, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? I woke <laughs> up for no reason. Like, what the fuck is happening? And I just couldn't fall asleep, and I didn't want to wake my, my wife and I were kind of tossing and turning because I was like, hey, can you roll over? I'm trying to – and she's like, just – and she was just stop, it, you know, just trying to go to sleep, and I can't. So I go out, and I fall asleep on the couch. Next thing I know, it's 11.35 in the morning. So and I was like, everything I didn't want to do on this day right. just happened. I wanted to go to bed, fall asleep by twelve thirty, wake up maybe at nine thirty the latest, and have a day. Nope, back to where I was. It just was. It failed. So it failed miserably, and I was pissed. But try again maybe later. We'll see. I'll just sit on the lawn for ten o'clock tomorrow and see if I wake up. <laughs> you won't. You'll hit the snooze and then sleep, which was some, something you used to get made fun of for. I mean, especially by Ryan, not Corey so much, because Corey could be pretty lazy and i don't think he was you know necessarily a morning person not not insulting him no, at, all. at all corey, but, could, corey could play the late night game if he wanted to oh know, with video games or if he was binge watching something so corey's been there before he's he's a uh, i'm sure he's there now sometimes too oh for sure yeah despite yeah. the fact he's well maybe not he's actually working five days a week now and i think he's in at 8 a.m so maybe he's on a routine now oh, he fucking duh for him <laughs> and his work. well but he was on the same again we were well, he was still working at that store as well when when uh, you were all living together. I mean, at that point, yeah. I w- I'd been gone for two years, but he was on that weird schedule too. He was, he, but it he, didn't seem to bother him that much, though. He seemed to just be, well, I'm tired, I'm going to go to bed, and that was it. And he'd wake up and he'd go to work if he had to the next day after closing. It was weird. He didn't. There were rarely times I would ever see him that affected. Where there's days where I'm like, I need a five hour energy, or I'm falling asleep on the top of the register. That's it. So, <laughs> well, that's funny. I do remember Ryan, who used to be a night owl, and now can't yeah. understand how you're not in bed by eleven o'clock. Is uh, th- there was oh, a little. That's while. being modest. He's nine o'clock. <laughs> well, I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> New, new father sleepiness and everything else. Yes, it's still I'm new. I'm sure it's one day year. I'll be there too, maybe. So probably I'll have the opposite effect when I have a kid. It's like I haven't slept in four days, Chris. <laughs> At Check. all. You you so stink. What's happening to my body? <laughs> and I could curl up and fall asleep in the bags under your eyes. What is happening? I have a yeah. child. I can't sleep anymore. Yeah, I don't know where my bed is anymore. <laughs> it might be that. So who knows what kind of effect it will have on me. But we're not there yet. So no, not at all. And you better not get there nope. while you two are stuck at home, which we'll we'll <laughs> circle back to momentarily. But just to put a point on what I said, what, what I started saying was there was a while. I think maybe we'd gone to Atlantic City or something, and Ryan was kind of dragging. I would only have like a five-hour energy for. I mean, an emergency is is a very liberal use of the word emergency, but. Honestly, when I thought I'm going to be up late or maybe I worked that day and we were going out for whatever, I would have one occasionally. And I remember suggesting it to Ryan. And there was a point, and this is just more funny than anything else, but because he worked a lot of mornings when, when he was working at the store, too. There was a point where he was taking them almost every day. And I said, dude, don't don't get in the habit of this. Like, It's not good. They are effective. And it's not that you're necessarily going to get addicted. I, I mean, maybe they are. I don't know. 
I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a doctor. I mean, if but... Saved by the Bell taught us anything, caffeine pills are pretty damn dangerous. So <laughs> <laughs> that's the only lesson I think we could have gotten from Saved by the Bell. So yeah, uh, he after a little while there were, there was a couple there was maybe a week where he was having one like almost every day. He's like, this thing's this stuff is great. This is great. I can have it. Oh, it it does the job. So I can be up in the morning and I'll be alert during the day. This is great. But uh, don't don't lean too heavily on it. And I, I'll admit yeah. to being a, a caffeine a, addict. Glass in case of emergency ever if I ever need it. So well, that's it. We went to in September. We went to D.C. just for a couple of days. And yeah, with you guys not being used to being up late, you're a little more flexible than him. But we did bust out. Oh, I, yeah. I did pick some up on our way there. Just to say, if we're going to be going out on Friday night or Saturday night, because we were there over the weekend, we are on vacation. We're out of routine. Staying up late one night isn't going to completely throw off your routine. You didn't get into your routine in a day, and you're not going to break it in a day. It's like saying you got yeah. fat because you ate one meal. That was unhealthy. It's just not going to happen that way. And uh, you guys both chugged it. I mean, he did really fast. He literally cracked it open and just swallowed it. Yeah, thankfully... <laughs> yeah. We were up till like two in the morning, and why not? We didn't have we were on vacation. Dude, we didn't have anywhere to be. It was great. Yeah, we we're just hanging out. So that was fun. Oh yeah, totally break that out. It's like oh, I don't have to go to be anywhere tomorrow. <laughs> two a.m. is fine <laughs> with me. So, but then there's the natural cycle, which is what's usually what's I pay for up. that. That's Sunday night, so it's like oh, it's one o'clock in the morning. I fall asleep. Got to be up in. <laughs> Six hours. Well, All see, right. what I'm doing, and look, people aren't sleeping well. It's a recurring thing. I keep seeing articles about, you know, that people aren't sleeping well because of stress and being out of their routine. So it is something that is very, very common with, yeah. with this pandemic and with this quarantine, lockdown, etc. So it, it is something I think a lot of people are having a conversation about. And why not? Yeah. It, it is affecting people differently. And uh, it is getting them off their game. And for me, yeah, we've kind of been sleeping and we, we feel we do have some guilt about it, but we're also kind of sleeping when we're tired. I yeah. mean, we could force a routine on ourselves and that's fine. But at the same time, we don't know when we're getting back to some degree of normalcy. I never wake up when I wake up at 1130. I know we're like, oh, my God, I'm still so tired. It's like, well, I guess I got all the sleep I needed. My body's rested. So let's start the day. Yeah. And I'll go do my routine, work out, read a book, something. So, yeah. So you're up. I mean, that, but that's yeah. what I've been doing anyway when I've been having trouble sleeping because I hate. There's nothing I. Okay, there are probably a few things I hate more, but top five things I hate. Somewhere in there has to be laying in bed for an extended period of time, not being able to go to sleep. I hate that feeling. I dealt with it a lot a couple of years ago when my anxiety was really bad, where I would just be laying yeah. in bed for hours and not able to go to sleep. And then I forget exactly where I read it, but it, it made sense to me. If you go to bed, and you're not asleep within a half hour, you're probably just not ready to go to sleep. Get up and read and do something else, which I have. Usually I'll I'll read something, but I have gotten in the habit of watching TV lately, which I know isn't the best thing. Some people say, you know, an hour before bed, turn off all, or stop your, you know, looking at electronics, TV, your phone, etc., or an hour and a half before bed. That's been a little harder lately, but frankly, there is reading I can do, so I should. They make me, so... <laughs> Really? It's like, really? I'm, I'm like five minutes before I fall asleep. What's happening on Twitter? Okay, I'm dead. <laughs> oh, that's the worst. I do need to tell myself not to check Twitter because I, I, that yeah, there'll ultimately be something that'll get me worked up. And then I just, yeah. it, it won't help. Let's put it that way. It definitely doesn't help. Uh, it's awful. It's it awful, is. but it, it's there. So Well, that's it. It's there. The phone's right beside the bed. Well, let me see what's going on. And oh, no. <laughs> Something's changed. Uh, but it's okay. We're going to get out of it. We're going to turn it around. And you will, too. Because it's yes. going to be a point where you're going to have to get up and go back to work, just <laughs> like the rest of us, Jack. All right. It's but, fine by me. But let's talk about some uh, some happier stuff. Because yeah, we've never really times. talked about you and Noel on the only podcast that matters. And I wasn't around when you two got together. I was in California no. at that time. I'd been out there for almost a year at the point yeah. when you guys got together. So I did miss a lot of the early years, so to speak. Frankly, the first time I actually got to sit and talk with Noel, just the two of us, was at Ryan's wedding, which was April of 2016, <laughs> when it was just wow. her and I that got to sit and talk without it being a a social thing where it's among a group or she was because yeah. that's what happened a lot, especially when you guys were all living in the house together. 
was there, there was generally a bunch of people at the house, whether it was, you know, oh, Ryan's yeah, yeah, yeah. then girlfriend, now wife or friends coming over or whatever it was. There was always a group setting. So there was never really a time where I ended up just talking to her and having a chance to get to know her or just have some kind of one on one chat. That yeah, we were never really alone happen. in the house. Just me and her one night at all when I lived there. So, yeah. Yeah, and which was fun. I mean, look, it was good to have that it, for a little while. By me, that, I, that's why I went to her. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then after a point, you said, "This is crazy. I gotta, I'm yeah. gonna hang out at her place where he's in privacy." <laughs> yeah, but it's good though. Before bunch everybody dudes, settles down, woman, I'm gonna fall in love with bunch of dudes. I'm gonna go that way. So, if I just <laughs> see you, Corey Fry, and I'll be back in three weeks. <laughs> and that was it. Well, and that's the kind of stuff I want to get into because it's funny the way everybody else tells it. Where there was a point where you were just never home. But uh, let's, oh, I know. And let's, I, I, believe me, uh, I have a lot to say. So. Yeah, let's be fair. Everybody has been at that phase where their significant other is coming over to their place or they're going to their significant others. At the point when you're dating and you're getting serious, everybody does that. Now that we're all adults and we're on our own and have been for a long time, but that's just how it is. Dare I say it's it's natural, but it's certainly the norm <laughs> that people get into it, but Anyway, uh, just yeah. for the sake of clearing up some of my information and to give the, the public some perspective on how this all came about, if they've been listening for years and were wondering why your relationship was never really addressed on the show when it was getting serious. Well, because none of their goddamn business. I'm That's kidding. right. <laughs> and with that, we're done. No. But See you next week. <laughs> but the, the whole thing with the, with the engagement and then the wedding, and it's something we did want to address if we got it together to do something with the only podcast, which, by the way, <laughs> just a quick sidebar, because I have been asked many times over the last extended period of time, especially I'll say the last almost year and a half that I've been back in Jersey. Are you guys going to be doing something together? Well, to be honest, probably not. I imagine we're going to be doing some stuff in various combinations on this show, which certainly Jack and I, there's only two other people we'd have to bring into the fold, aside from all the other regulars, you know, the recurring Yes, friends of ours who would show up. They'll certainly be popping up here and there. But as yeah. far as myself and Jack and Ryan and Andrew doing something together and calling it the only podcast that matters, not in the foreseeable future. There's no animosity behind it, and there's nothing really wrong. None whatsoever. It's, None it's at all. It, it's just... The four of us can't agree. If I can sum it up, I mean, this is my opinion. But I don't think the four of us can agree on what we're doing, how to do it, and what we're going to do with it when it's happening if that yeah. makes sense i feel like we're we're not as much on the same page when it comes to getting that done if it's going to be a struggle to put it together and get something going that kind of defeats the purpose we were doing it for fun i mean with with an eye towards building it into something but just the same it, the whole point was it was us as friends getting together and talking about what you've talked about with your friends when you would get a booth at a restaurant or something and just yeah. talk Back when you can get a booth at restaurants. Back when, yeah, going to a restaurant was the thing. <laughs> but, you know, we're, we're trying to work stuff out. Now that everybody's uh, essentially at home and has a lot more free time these days, we're trying to work something out, something virtual, where uh, maybe yeah. the four of us can get on Zoom, which is what everybody's doing, and uh, maybe do a few shows during this time and uh, maybe even beyond this time because now the, the technology's at a place where we can do it. So it is on the table, but as far as us doing something under the group uh, banner, then it's not in the yeah. foreseeable future. Never say never. We wouldn't say that. Yeah. But it's just not on the table right now. So, uh, yeah. th but they'll be appearing on here. So there's that. We got that going. Um, and by the way, thank you if you're listening. This is a chance to, to thank everybody because we've gotten a, a huge bump in downloads for the only podcast that matters. When I log into my website to check everything out where I have the statistics for downloads and all that stuff for this show. The only podcast that matters is linked to that same account. So I have gone and looked just out of curiosity. Well, I wonder because, you know, this show is is on the incline. I wonder if because the presence of everybody who's been on the show, which essentially has been, for the most part, the co-hosts and the regulars on the only podcast. I thought, I wonder if that's getting a bump. And it's got a huge bump. So thank you to everybody yeah. who's gone back and thank listened you, to that. Everyone, even though we're not currently doing it. And maybe there are some elements of it that aren't timely. Just the fact that you're listening to it. That's. Kind of what we want. That's always been the hope. Yeah, there's good stuff in those shows, so I hope you all enjoy it. Definitely. So anyway, one thing we never did get into on the show, or the guys didn't do when I wasn't around, was to talk about the arc of 
Jack's relationship. He got together with Noel. They started dating. Eventually, they moved in together. They got engaged. They got married. And now they're stuck at home together. So I think yeah. we, we should explore a little bit of that because I don't know everything about it, frankly. So okay. selfishly, I want to know. And because we have an hour to fill, sure. even though we've done a pretty good job so far, I still want to know what's going on. So you two All met right. through a dating site, if I remember that correctly. Yes, I had uh, gotten back onto a dating site in summer 2013. Um, I uh, To give kind of a backstory, I lost a bunch of weight from January to June 2013 doing this strict diet program. So so I lost a bunch of weight, and it kind of boosted my confidence because before that, I hadn't really been dating that much in the past couple of years just because of – other people I decided to date that didn't work out and other things. It just, I just kind of stayed away from dating. So uh, losing a bunch of weight helped me boost my confidence. And I went back on a dating site and got a few hits here and there. But um, I went on a date with someone in the summer. It didn't really work out. And I just, other things weren't working out with it. And I said, this is my last one. I need to just do this for another month and go from there. And she messaged me, Noel, and saw her profile. Very nice. Read the description. And we actually talked. Um, I remember the day we met, as I, as I counters our official anniversary. Uh, we started our official relationship on September 29th, 2013, just because at that point it was our first date, but we never separated from there. So I look at that as not officially being boyfriend and girlfriend yet, but that was the start of our relationship because it just really just snowballed from that point. But the Monday before, we had talked on the phone for about 20 minutes after I got home from work, and it was really, really great. Like, just, she just so chill. This is so. before meeting up? This is before you have yeah, an actual before meeting date? up. We just want to have wow. a phone conversation first and just get get the feel. And I, I like to do – I did that with my previous person I went on a date with. I like to do that uh, when I'm in the mix of dating, just to talk to someone first, um, either in person or on the phone. But just to get a little more comfortable so you're not there nervous and sweating and just don't know what to say. So you just want to get the feel for a person when you uh, talk to someone on the phone. Oh, I agree. So I, did that. I, yeah. I mean, that never happened to me And you know, when I was – I mean, at the time, I was single and I didn't get into – I think I started doing online dating, yeah, around 2013 and through 2014. And nobody ever wanted to have a phone call, <laughs> at least none of the women I talked to, yeah. which I thought was weird. They were fine chatting through, you know, whatever, you know, the chat through whatever site or even texting. You could get a number, but there was never a call to get to know anybody. That seemed to be, I don't know, that's something we'd evolved away from in the time that I'd gone from, you know, relationship to relationship and not casually dated. So that's yeah, why I'm surprised we, that you two even had a phone call prior to the date. But it's yeah, I think we exchanged it through the email system there because they don't. Let, I if I recall, we didn't put the phone numbers up on the website just because they didn't. I guess they didn't want people spamming and whatever. So oh, for sure. Uh, we exchanged the email, talked for about 20 minutes, and I thought, wow, that one really good. She's really cool. And we went out Sunday, September 29th. I remember um, going on a date, and I actually remember when I left the house. I talked to Corey, who was I was living with at the time, and Jimmy, who were there trying to figure out how the game Magic the Gathering worked, and that both of them were just, you know, bickering back and forth. I'm like, hey guys, I'm going on my date. Oh, and they were just like, oh, good luck, have fun. So I met her close to where she lived. Um, about I lived in Tom's River, New Jersey at the time. She lived with uh, in the nearby area of uh, Bradley Beach, New Jersey. So we kind of met in the middle of Eatontown, New Jersey, just the Chili's over by the mall there. And we just had dinner and we just talked and, and for about an hour, hour and a half. And it went really well. Like I walked away from the dinner feeling great. That's something I hadn't felt in years with dating in general. And I just walked away. I went to, I went home and just smiled the whole way home. And we kind of just texted. I think we texted each other when we got home and said, Hey, I had a great time. Hope to see you again soon. So, I remember that week I'd actually taken some time off from work. So we were going to have a second date that Friday. So I met her in Asbury Park, New Jersey that Friday. Went to a really nice restaurant. This is what I, you know, I, I wanted to be like Chili's was fun, casual. Donnie's like, all right, let's get dressed up and try to impress this girl. And we went to a really nice place in town called the Langosta Lounge. Um, we talked, we just had a really nice dinner and we walked up and down the boardwalk in Asbury park. Cause still, it was still beautiful out at that time of the year in late to uh, early October at this point. From there, we just had, again, had a conversation. We walked through the, I guess it's the pavilion in Asbury park where they have the convention center and everything else. And right. I remember her saying to me, like, we, we kind of just stopped for a minute and talked 
And I remember she said to me, you know, I, you seem like a really nice guy. And I remember she said to me, you seem really normal and not like in, you know, not into like playing around in games. And this, I seem very straightforward. And I was like, yeah, I, I am. So the next day, I'm crooked well, in every other way, but yes, I, I don't want to play yeah, games she, with women. She would find that out later on, but in <laughs> that moment, she's like, "So you seem normal." Was the was a good sign. I, I often make a joke with her about that because she doesn't remember every detail. I often grill her about, "Hey, when did we meet?" And she goes, "September <laughs> 29th, 2014." And I'm like, oh, "All right, we're done." You're that asshole in the relationship. Nobody's <laughs> like, "I remember I'm the, the date I'm, to you." I'm the bookkeeper. I'm, I'm the. I'm the <laughs> can remember movie release dates i can remember dating stuff too believe me so it's way more important so uh what happened was at the end of the date i talked to her about potentially hanging out the next day because there was a festival um, an october fest in smithville new jersey which is further south down the parkway before you get to atlantic city and they're having a big festival and i thought you know it'd be f- i found out about it the day or two before and i thought that'd be cool if, if this girl and i hit it off maybe we can go there saturday and since the date went so well, I was like, you know what? I'm going to ask her. I don't give a, I don't care. What she could say is no. And everything's going well. And then, and I'll take know. another floozy to Smithville. <laughs> <laughs> so we, I've only, yes. I've fooled her for two dates. It, it, you know, the, the veil may drop at some point. And then what am I going to yeah. do? Yeah. She said, yes, we said goodbye. And the next day I picked her up in the state of New Jersey. There's rest stops along the Garden State Parkway. So we met to the closest one that was kind of further north. For I went further north to go pick her up, but I turned around and went down further south, which was fine. I didn't have a problem doing that. I wanted to be the gentleman in the situation. And we went and we had a really nice time. We rode the paddle boats. We uh, we talked. We got beers. We got bratwurst. We just had a great day of just walking around this festival, and it, it went so well. We farted at kids every time we walked by their table. It's- yeah, we did. <laughs> After beer and broth. Boy, what, what a terrible idea. I'm going to fart myself silly while on the third date with this chick. Fest. You, don't, you don't go to Oktoberfest without eating bratwurst. So we, uh, we had a great day. We were there for the majority of the afternoon. I drove her back. Later that, that next week, we we're going to go out to dinner again and go see a movie. So, again, I went up to her nearby at that same mall. We went out to dinner. We went and saw a movie. And what did you see? Um, what was your first theatrical experience together? Don John starring uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh. And Tony Danza. Hey, Tony Danza. <laughs> hey, I'm playing his dad. I'm here. I'm playing the dad. Yeah, Scott <laughs> Joe's in this movie with me. So we had a great time, and we had a really nice dinner. But uh, something happened that kind of – I joke about it with her now. But I, with every date, I would always be like – I would always kiss her on the cheek and this and that. But I went to try to kiss her, and she turned her head to me, and I – caught her cheek and i was like oh shit does that mean she doesn't like me anymore kind of thing and I, for like a day i was like you can't mean that <laughs> you're in your own head when you're dating it's like i really wow. like her you didn't even so, address it in the moment you didn't make a joke about it or anything you just no, like, no not oh, at all she just did okay. that we parted Awkward. ways i didn't i didn't want to be like so what was that or anything like that at all i wouldn't be that way anyway but i was just kind of just thought about it for a day or two and then i was supposed to go over to her place for the first time on that friday so Granted, this is within a two-week period. So we oh, wow. had within a two-week period, we're going on our fifth date. And I remember this. I went to her apartment in Bradley Beach, which was a story in itself because houses in Bradley Beach are apparently apartments. So I couldn't find an apartment complex in there. And I drove around with the address, and it was a mess. So anyway, I eventually got there. She made me dinner, which is one of her signature dishes, um, green chicken, which is um, – Chicken cutlets with mozzarella, roasted red peppers, and she gr- and she makes like a uh, asparagus sauce. So I, it was incredible. We had a nice candlelight dinner. We watched a movie, and then you know we had a nice time. But the thing in my head the other day was still like, does she like me? Does she not? What's going on here? She actually said to me when I was about to leave, she's like, how come you haven't kissed me yet? I'm like, I tried to the other day as a joke, and then we kissed, and it just sparks flew. So within a two week period, it's like, wow, this is. This has progressed because everything else was just I wasn't and I, I'm a one person at a time kind of thing when I try to date. So I wasn't looking anywhere else. I just knew like this was leading to something big. I remember that weekend was actually supposed to be Comic-Con when I went with Corey and Ryan. Yeah, New York Comic-Con. Yeah. So we went that Saturday and then that Sunday she was supposed to come over and hang out with myself, Ryan Jen and Corey because she wanted to meet my friends. 
And in turn, I was going to meet her friends in a few weeks too. So I remember that day it was, it was nervous because I was like, you know, I'm hitting it off with this girl, but everything's fine. You know, the guys were great. You know, Ryan was like in complete mode of just like, this house has got to be clean. And he like scrubbed it from top to bottom. And <laughs> I was like, Oh, sounds about right. And I think he was just as nervous as me having her come over then like just to meet her. So she came over, she met Ryan, Jen and Corey. And we watched The Walking Dead because that was the the night of the season premiere. It was the day after Comic-Con. I remember the whole – I remember that distinctly because it was the whole hype of Comic-Con. Remember, watch The Walking Dead tomorrow night when you go home. So before we did that, we actually went out to dinner, just me and her. We went to one of my favorite restaurants in the Tom's River area, Johnny G's. It's an Italian restaurant. Go figure. With an ending name like G's. With a name like that, it couldn't be anything hey, else other than Johnny Italian. G's. This is Tony hey. Danza for Johnny D's. Hey. And make sure when you go on your sixth date, bring your date here before you bring it home to your friends. <laughs> That's right. I invite you to Mona's, but you'll get mad. Anyway, you know, I was doing that at the table. She didn't find it funny either. That whole impression. So (laughs) I don't like who's the boss. Sorry. That which, by the way, that's that's how Jack imitates Noel. So I've I've copied him the way everybody copies my impressions of our friends. Um, I'm copying Jack's impression. Noel. I don't like who's the boss. I've never watched Taxi. I I like Tony Danza. (laughs) So anyway, we go. I actually take her to dinner, and at dinner, it made me realize. I really found someone special because we just sat and we just talked for about two hours before we went back to watch the show. And it was just like, I can find it so easy to talk to her about anything. And this is all I've ever wanted. And this is ever like, she's just so nice. She's beautiful. She's, she's just all around amazing. It, it was so like that moment of just, I mean, we had such a great time beforehand and I think Smithville really kind of, like we had two great dates, but Smithville for me really kind of lit that spark. And then by the date at Johnny G's, it was just like, I'm in completely. Like it, it was, it was progressing so well that I was, it was like, I know that this is the person for me. Absolutely wow. know this is the person in, for me. So in basically less than three weeks. It wasn't like I was planning, oh, let's get married and this and that, but it was like, this is the person I want to be with and I want to grow and I want to, go forward with into a relationship and whatever it leads to down the future. I, I'm in, it wasn't like, Oh, she's definitely, cause you don't know that when you're, especially in the first weeks, you don't know that they're the one, but you know that there's something, the one you want to pursue and go forward with and hope that you can have a, a long-term relationship with. And I definitely felt that in that restaurant when we were just talking, you know, and I think I pulled a, a something out of your playbook where I didn't eat a hot meal that day. Cause I was just talking. So, <laughs> <laughs> inadvertently yeah all that's what i end up doing yeah all for good reason but yeah it just progressed and i would go to her place a lot at least it started out in our early stages of a relationship at least once a week we would go out to dinner i'd hang out at her place she had actually never been to the tom's river area she grew up more in the uh red bank New Jersey area, which is further north, about 30 miles apart. So she never really went down to the shore since she was a kid with her parents. Like her friends had West Long Branch to go to for the beach and they had Red Bank to go to. So they weren't in Point Pleasant. They weren't at Seaside Heights and they would just they would go out and do different things. So it was kind of like opposite worlds. I remember her heading to Ryan's having difficulty, like where she got on Route 37 and Tom's River was like, where do I go? I'm like, yeah, Tom's River is a crazy place just follow your gps all the way down by the bridge i promise you you'll eventually find us i will say that is that is kind of an element of the jersey shore whatever area you grew up in you kind of know that the only thing people seem to know otherwise is or was i don't know if it's uh, so much now but seaside heights is the only thing people might gravitate towards to go to the clubs or certainly after that dopey jersey shore show was on the air People might have been attracted to that from other parts of the state or other areas of the shore. But, yeah, there is that thing where you hang out in whatever segment, depending yeah. where you grew up. Like, we gravitated towards Point Pleasant based on where we grew up. So oh, it's absolutely. funny that, yeah, everybody kind of has that. That is a weird kind of geographic effect of growing up in the in the shore adjacent area. Oh, absolutely. And on my end, too, I had never really been to Red Bank, New Jersey. I think I went there once or twice with you guys to, like, the Jay and Silent Bob thing, like the Jay and Silent Bob store, the Probably. movies or something like that. And I had no idea what the hell Red Bank was. I thought Red Bank was like the ghetto 
when I heard the name growing up. Because <laughs> I was like, that's further It's a north bloody high. bank. I, was, I associated everything further north with like, oh, that's the bad part of New Jersey. You don't want to go there. So I associated <laughs> everything with Red Bank being like, oh, I thought Red Bank was like Hoboken. Not that Hoboken's a bad town. but And, and it's nowhere near it. Eventually, yeah. But that's eventually something else I had to get acclimated with very quickly, too. Uh, because her and her friends, like I said, in the Red Bank area, but some of them live further north in like the Weehawken area of New Jersey, like yeah. border New York City. So they would go to Hoboken a lot. And I had to go to Hoboken kind of early on in our relationship, which is one of my favorite stories of uh, myself and Noel. What happened was it was October. Yeah, it was Halloween 2013. So about a month into our start of our relationship. By the way, we went Facebook official in the relationship about mid-October and got all the oohs and ahs and everything from coworkers and friends and everything else. It's like, and it's like, yes, it's not a big deal. It feels good though. So thank you. Yeah, that's how everybody so I, is. I, I, I mean, to put they my probably stock still are. into that thing. It's a very, it's a very high school, you know, Facebook official thing. I, I never put much stock into it. I was just like, well, we we agreed to do it when we did, and it was like, well, here's the floodgates. I know I'm going to hear this for. And then it just was everything. It's true. You know, That's exactly it how just, it goes. You know, my mom called because she's on Facebook. Oh, I'm so happy you and that girl Noel are together. I can't wait to meet her. And and it's like, oh, it, it, everything. So everybody. I went and saw a friend I worked with that night. Oh, you got a girlfriend? And I'm like, yes. So it was, <laughs> it, it's, I was very, I'm very private about stuff like that. Right. So I don't go, like, this is the most I'm telling about it. But like some people are very much like, ooh, you're in a girl. You got a girlfriend now. It's like, yes, I do. Can we, you know? Yeah, it's not, it's not that off. weird. People have girlfriends. I didn't, they grow, date. I didn't grow a third arm. I have a girlfriend now. Like, <laughs> come on. Like, you know, some of that stuff just it's a personal preference. But anyway, my Halloween story is that was the day I met her friends, her best friends, Nina, Erica, Amanda, and a couple others. I had never been to Hoboken, so we drove there, and she said, it's a costume party, because it was like October 29th or something like that. So it, it's, a, it's a Halloween costume party. The whole town's going to be dressed up. It's great. It wasn't a Halloween dress-up party. And Noelle's there with cat ears and cat makeup on her face, like drawn on whiskers. And we see her friends, and they're like, yeah, it's not a Halloween costume party. I'm there in a Star Trek outfit, uniform outfit. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm Those in the are... middle of, like, hipster central dressed like Captain Kirk. And I had a jacket on. <laughs> like, I had a black jacket over my over my yellow um, Starfleet outfit because Star Trek in the Darkness was a big movie that year. I loved the, the J.J. Star Trek movies. And it was like, shit, I'm going to be Captain Kirk this year. But it was it was a disaster. But anyway, nobody really pointed it out. Like, Noelle, I think, wiped the makeup off her face and everything. But what had happened was her friend Amanda went kind of missing that night. I met her briefly, and she'd been out partying, and she kind of just went and disappeared. Noelle's freaking out. Her friend Nina's freaking out. And I'm just standing there in my Star Trek uniform, like, what are we supposed to do? Are we supposed to go find her in Hoboken? I'm like, I'll go help you have you find your friend, but I'm just... We're in these crowded bars, and I'm like, I'm in a Starfleet uniform with a jacket. I hope no one sees this. I hope no one looks into my jacket and sees the, the little lapel on my shirt. And I'm just freaking out the entire time. And on top of this, Noelle's friend is missing. So I'm like, oh, boy, what am I into now? Like, like what have I got? I was into really here? into this girl. Things have been going so good. There had to be a catch. And I still and nothing of that ever wavered. But I was just I was very I was very worried for her because her friend just disappeared. Like, she just went with a couple friends and nobody could reach her by phone. She was supposed to meet them at the bar. And her and her friend Nina were freaking out. And she's like, Nina, I want to go help. And she's like, and her friend Nina's. Nina's the sweetest girl in the world. She was just like, Noelle, you have a boyfriend. Please go take care of him. And I was just <laughs> like, I said to Noelle, like I said to her, I will go help find your friend if we need to. But I have to get out of this Star Trek uniform because this is embarrassing at this point. And she was just like, I'm so sorry. I thought it was a Halloween cos- costume party. And we just laughed it off. They found her friend. She got a hold of her finally. And we just drove home from Hoboken back to Bradley Beach. And... Yeah, just chit-chatted and just kind of laughed it off. And she was like, I'm so embarrassed because you I met your friends and they were so like sweet and welcoming. And I, you see my friends, one of them goes missing. And I took you to a party with the – dressed up in costume and it wasn't a costume party. I'm like, it's, it's no big deal. So it was just – I could look back on it now and was laughing. But at the time, it was like, 
what's happening and why and like this is one of the most awkward moments of my life was so, it a big I, deal at like secretly i know you told her that but was it actually a big deal was there hesitation where you thought uh no no not at all not at all there was hesitation of like what the fuck am i doing in hoboken but other than that it wasn't like i i want to be where this girl is like i, I we've since come to a understanding of i don't like going to hoboken for anything and we had another halloween party a year later where people were dressed up in costumes but there were other problems in the town where it's like we're just never doing this again because it was so crowded and so many problems and yeah that was the understanding at the time i didn't want to say yeah i don't ever want to come here again it was like well it was a bad incident yeah I, I have to be willing because this is still early on i yeah, do remember this, my this is not my scene you don't know <laughs> like you know <laughs> Two months later was uh, my introduction to Noel when I came home yeah. for that Christmas, which frankly, I don't remember. Now, 2013, I was home for a long time because I was working at my first job at a studio. I wasn't making that much, but it wasn't a full time job at that point. So I flew home. I think I got home about December 17th. So I was home very early. Yeah, it was like a week before Christmas. I remember because. Yeah, you were home right before Christmas, like a week before. We had uh, talked or something, and then I was like, I'm introducing him to Noel this, tonight. And I'm like, oh. Okay. <laughs> I'd been briefed. <laughs> and I'm sure she had, too. Yeah. I told her stories like, my friend Chris, he's great, but he's also, he's a bit of a smartass, to put it lightly. So Was was there a point, and just for the sake of context, because I was the only one she hadn't met yet. I'm sure she met Andrew, who was a laugh a minute at the time. And, uh, you know, at least had an idea like, OK, that's that's how he is. She met Ryan, who was obviously very yeah. warm and welcoming and it was his house. So he, he definitely had yeah. had his way to go about it, I'm sure. But uh, with me being a wild card, like, oh, I've you know, one of my best friends lives in California. He's a weirdo trying to do some stuff in show business. Yeah, he's a smart ass. This is going to be yeah. rough. That was, that was the most. Like, yeah, Chris is a bit of a smart ass, but he's 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 a good guy. So you'll like him. But I I was jokingly saying I'm very nervous for you to meet Chris because I just you had been teasing me for months of just like oh I can't wait to meet this girl and and you know <laughs> knowing you like don't fuck this up for me, buddy. Like really kind of thing. Not at all. I mean, I I was would, fine making you nervous. Like, don't you know? Don't don't go there, kind of thing. It was just a joke. But, no, um, not at all. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't have done that. It would have been fun to put you on edge and, and make you a little uncomfortable thinking I was going to be inappropriate, but no. Well, because yeah. I'm wondering, was there a point when you, because this show was still actively going at the time, so you were still doing weekly episodes with yeah. the guys uh, without me, which obviously we're going to be doing a bunch more while I was home for what ended up being like three weeks. There was a snowstorm that year, and I remember I, I delayed my flight even more. I think I stayed an extra five days or something because planes were grounded. And then they oh, were rescheduled yeah, starting, horrible. I think, the day that I came back. Yeah, it was a polar vortex. That was the first time I remember really hearing that. And I remember coming back and doing Cape from my apartment <laughs> and saying, <laughs> well, I was stuck at home and I didn't really plan for that. But here we are. Yeah. Had you played the show for her or anything like that? Did she have any feel for? I did, actually. On the way to Hoboken, we played one of the episodes. I think it was Crush Cast. Oh, that was God. One of my favorites at the time. And so she was just kind of like, oh, so you think uh, Dinah Agron from Lee's Cute? I'm like, oh, blonde girl. Oh, I'm like, yeah, it's, it's recorded two years ago as a joke. So, yeah, um, uh, no, at the time, sure. But these days, no, much more into yeah. brunettes who cook uh, clean chicken. That's my thing. <laughs> that was pretty much the conversation we had. I'll but bet. um but she's like, she was always like, I told her about the podcast kind of sort of early on. And she was like, I definitely want to listen to some of the episodes. And that was a whole bragging point with some of her friends. I go, Jack has a podcast. Jack's on a podcast with his friends. And they really do all this stuff. She talked about it with her family and really chatted me up about, like, chatted up about me with that. So she well, was really excited about listening to the show. And I joked with her then, like, well, maybe one day you'll be on the show. She's like, absolutely not. I can't do that. <laughs> I can't do that. And she was only on one episode, which was Coffee Cast, which is a, an episode I wanted to discuss about coffee drinking and casual conversation or whatever. And she's never listened back to the episode because she said, I sounded awful. And I listened to it like, you didn't sound off. You sounded great. You sounded fine. Your inflection was great on the microphone. You didn't stumble a lot. You were fine. But she was very much like, I can't ever do that again. Because she's, she's had so much anxiety going into it and coming out of it. She can't ever listen to it never want to do it again so Aww. yeah so you i'm sorry folks but noelle will probably never be on this podcast just because it's just not her thing so yeah. 
nervous. <laughs> She's nervous. I get it. It's not. And you know, frankly, back in 2013, that's before everybody was doing podcasts, so there was some yeah. kind of novelty to it. Whereas now, it's if somebody's not doing one, you kind of wonder, well, what do you do in your spare time? But yeah. anyway, I remember very distinctly because I knew I was going to be at Ryan's house and you were bringing her back. I don't know if you two had been out on a date or what. But... Oh, I remember what we were doing. I okay. went to go pick her up that day because we were supposed to go out with Ryan and Corey that night to see the new Anchorman movie. So we were coming back. She and I had gotten Chinese food and we're just going to come back and eat because I think all four of us were going to go together in the in the car. Right. So we bought back Chinese food and we were hanging out. I remember the Chinese food. And... <laughs> Andrew and Veronica were there, and Dan was there. So I was like, and this is Chris. And uh, Her first words like, oh. to me, which she doesn't remember, but literally the first thing she said to me was, I was warned about you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember how I responded. I didn't laugh yeah. it off. I definitely said something uh, not, not yes. encouraging. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was a smartass in, in my reply, without a doubt. I don't remember what it was, but that always stuck. She didn't remember that. I reminded her of it. I think maybe we hung out on New Year's Eve this yeah. uh, last year that was really really funny instead of being just polite and trying to be overly showy and trying to make this whatever first impression when you're introduced to somebody the fact that she was so blunt i just i I had to laugh (laughs) at it that was so great it was a honestly that's like the most perfect meaning i could ever think of between the two of you oh yeah (laughs) was that reaction so but then i remember she laughed hysterically because she had met dan too at that yeah. same moment. And I didn't really talk to her about Dan because Dan was like a casual acquaintance of mine. I, he's like one of your best friends, but absolutely. it's kind of a casual acquaintance here and there. But she thought he was absolutely hysterical, which Dan is absolutely hysterical. <laughs> and with some of the things he was saying, True. you know, because um, she oh, she reminds me of it all the time because we got in Chinese food. And Dan being Asian goes, hey, Noel, you like that egg drop soup? I made that. <laughs> <laughs> and she just That's thought him. that was one of the funniest things she's ever heard in her life. Always quick with an Asian joke, that Dan. Oh my God, that was uh, that was that was funny. And you know what? It only helped too because, at to be honest, none of us are assholes. That helps. Like you don't have that one asshole friend who's trouble. Who you're you, like? You oh, have to actually, to. yeah. I mean, unless it, unless it's me, in which case, if I'm as bad as it gets, that's still pretty lucky. Oh, absolutely. At absolutely. least, at least and you I, didn't have I to be nervous. I played it off like a joke, like Chris is gonna, you know, tease and this and that, but he he's a good guy, kind of thing. So. It was, yeah, he's, it was he's a ball good, buster. But again, the perfect meeting between the two of you. I couldn't have asked for anything better. That was great. So I agree. Um, I do. That was a really good. I do. Setup. Actually, we bought up Andrew before. And I do think that I, I forget how they met Andrew and Ronica. I don't know if I bought. We went out together on a date or if they if they came over to Ryan's house or whatever. But it literally was a sup kind of thing. So he does Andrew that to everybody. It immediately took a liking to her, which I really appreciate. I mean, everybody did. Ryan, Jen, Corey, James, James's girlfriend at the time. Everybody was so welcoming and supportive of me and, and you as well. Like, everybody was supportive of me and, and Noel going on this venture because we really hit it off. And I really felt like things were blossoming. So before you met Noel, we had a nerve-wracking weekend of we had meet the parents weekend. Myself and Noel, like one day she met my entire family, and the next day I met her parents. So it was just kind of like a nerve-wracking weekend we had in in mid-November, which was pretty funny because I had bought her to I believe it was my godson's fourth birthday. And my um, so my entire my dad's entire side of the family was going to be there. And she was just so nervous. And I thought, and my mom was going to be there too. You know, my, my parents split up. Uh, my my mom's maintained a good relationship with everybody in the family. So she was going to be there. Everybody was so excited to meet Noel. And she was so unbelievably nervous. Like we, she came to Ryan's house that day because they lived in the same town, my cousin and his wife. And we just went over and she was like, I'm so nervous. I'm like, you're going to be fine. So it was a lot for her, but everybody again, welcomed her with open arms, but it was a lot to meet my mother, my father, my my three sisters, um, my grandparents, my aunt, my uncle, my cousin, and everybody else in the family. So it was so nerve wracking. Yeah, it's intimidating. When yeah. you're meeting not just the parents, but the entire family, the extended family too. That's yeah. a lot. That's a lot to handle. Everybody, anybody's going to be anxious about that. Oh, totally. And then the next day, I met her parents, and it was kind of a comical thing at the time. I was so embarrassed by this, but. What had happened was she actually stayed over at Ryan's house after we got back from the party. We went, we all went and saw Thor of the Dark World that night. 
And then we came back and she said, I'm going to stay here. I'm like, oh, you're more than welcome. But at the time I had a single bed. And yeah, you had a twin we, bed. The twin bed, yes. So we had just kind of cramped in together, the two of us. And it just, no matter what, it wasn't comfortable. But I was like, I'd rather her stay here than, I told her, like, if you wanted to leave, I understand. But since it's so late, I'd rather you stay here and be safe because I don't want, you know, there's a lot of drunk drivers. And even though it's November, there's still people out in the Tom's River area who like to go out and party at the bars and the clubs. And I just felt her being, that time of the night, I'd rather her be safe. So she did stay. And I think she left early at like 630 in the morning. She was like, listen, I didn't really sleep well. I'm going to go home. So she went home. And I fell back asleep. I was supposed to meet your parents for brunch. I woke up at 10. And it was like, oh, shit. No. So, like, I we were meeting in uh, a, nearby, a nearby town. Where I just met her mom and her stepfather, Michael. And it was fine, but it was it was a bit of a just a hassle. I woke up so late because it was such an awkward evening of trying to fall asleep. There's, you know, the two of us together in one twin bed. So, look back on it out, but I was so embarrassed at the time. And she's told me, like, yeah, that was uh, – that was pretty bad. I apologized profusely. It wasn't, you know, I said, but you know what happened the night before. So we joke about it now, but at the time I was just like, oh my God, what did I do? Like, I thought I really fucked up at that point, but I didn't. So Corey made fun of me unmercifully when I got home that night. Well, yeah, what are, that's what friends are for. Like yeah, the song well, says. You know, you just, you just, never, you were up so late. Like, shut up, Corey. So, you know, <laughs> that's none of your damn business. Yeah. So that was an awkward moment. But other than that, everything just kind of blossomed and. I was started to spend more time with her as the months went on. I would be there at her apartment in Bradley Beach. Probably it went from once a week, which used to be Wednesdays because it was my day off. And then I would just go to work the next day, which usually I had to work the late shift on Thursdays back then. So I'd work from 3 to 1130. So I would just leave her place and go straight to work in the afternoon. As time went on, I stayed more and more. I would go on Tuesdays and stay Tuesday night, Wednesday into Thursday and then go to work and then go home. And then on Saturdays when I had off, I would go to her place and stay from sat from Saturday morning into Monday morning when I had to go back to work and open the store where I was at. And then it just kind of came a point where I, the further the relationship went along, the less I was home and thus I had to do laundry pretty much. That's it. I, I remember Ryan saying for a while, he said, yeah, I only see Jack when he comes home to do laundry. That's and about you know it. I'm, I'm going to call bullshit on this because when we moved in together, Ryan wasn't home a lot all the time either. So, you know, really? Well, yeah. <laughs> but he don't remember that. <laughs> he, yeah. He probably doesn't, didn't notice that at the time, but he knows when you were doing remember. it. He wasn't home a lot. So, but I, I think honestly, looking at the two of us with like, Ryan had a house to go back to. It was his home. I was just living there kind of This thing. is true. Yeah, you had a room. I mean, I even though you, you were room. able to freely move I about the cabin. I had a room cabinet. and I did the dishes and took out the garbages. So, like, that was my contribution to the home. There came points of just, like, I just want to stay with her. Like, Thursday nights I go home from work because my job is literally right down the road from Ryan's house. So, it's like, this is stupid. 1130, I got to be back at 7. I'm not going all the way back north to go see her no matter how much I want to. And came to a point of just like, why don't we move in together? So we had conversations uh, probably a year into our relationship because we actually celebrated our one year anniversary going for a long weekend in Walt Disney World because I would never been and she used to work in Disney in Orlando. So we went and we had we were only there for three days, but they were three really busy days. We went to Universal the first day, pretty much all day. And then the next day we went to we, I think we did. I think just Epcot Magic Kingdom. Then the next day we did Animal Kingdom, Epcot again, and then Hollywood Studios. So we had we were there for like fourteen hours each Man, day that Friday. You Friday, crammed Sunday. everything so did, in in like three days. Yeah, we did it all. We did the uh, the drinking around the world thing on Sunday. We were stacked. We did so much in those three days. So it felt like a week's vacation. So we flew home that Monday. You know, we just hung out, and I think that was when the conversations of let's maybe start thinking about moving in together kind of thing happened. And I was at a period where I was at my job, and not to get too personal with where I was in my career at the time working in a store, I was at the point where I was 29 years old. I wasn't very happy there, and I was like, some things have got to change, and she was really a big help to me in regards to trying to – because I applied for jobs for years at times when I was disgruntled at the – place at the store and 
she kind of set me on the right path a little bit like here, you've been kind of going about this the wrong way and looking at other companies. Let me help you. So she kind of helped develop my resume a little bit more since I'd been at that job at that point for nine years. And the position I was in was about four or five years at that point. And she really kind of set me on a path of just like, let's get you a new job so you can start living a normal life and not being so stressed out with the retail environment. Because I started missing out on things. I started missing other – there's one Saturday. I remember I worked and I picked her up. The store I worked at had changed their Saturday hours to be open till midnight. So that pushed my hours back. So it was 3 to 11.30. I was working 4 p.m. to 12.30 a.m. And I was miserable. I only had to do it once a month, but I was miserable. And I remember yeah, she sucks. just said, can you come and pick me up? My friends and I, they just were in Asbury, but we, we need to ride back to my apartment. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. And I remember just driving home with her and her friends in the backseat. I was like, I'm missing. I'm not a big partier or a big drinker, but it's like, it would have been nice to be there kind of thing. Like, I really would have liked to have been part of this. And I started missing out on a lot of things with, with her and with stuff with family. And I was like, you know what? I, I need to change something. So she really helped me set me on the straight path and we and really helped me find the job I had transitioned to out of retail and going through a temp agency and getting interviewed and everything else. So she was a big help to that. And once that kind of got going, we were really searching for more apartments. We had thought we'd stay in the Bradley Beach area. We had discussed about staying in her apartment, but there was so much stuff that I would have to move into her little apartment that it wasn't going to work. And even though we loved that little apartment, it just we'd be too on top of each other. There. Yeah, that that wasn't. I was there, I think, once, and yeah. uh, it, it it wasn't. It's it's a single person's apartment. It's a couple's apartment. Sa- yeah. Not a couple's apartment. Same with my apartment in Burbank. I felt the exact same way. It was. Yeah. This is fine for me, but two people is way too claustrophobic. Oh, absolutely. So we discussed um, looking at Bradley Beach. We looked at a couple apartments, but they weren't really what we were looking for. And we found a place in a nearby town called Spring Lake, New Jersey. That was a town I used to grow go to as a kid where the bunch of parks, beautiful little town. I remember it was two days before I put my notice in at work two weeks prior. It was my last night shift, and I was so excited about this because then I had two more days after that. I had Friday and Saturday, but there were mornings. And that Thursday, right before I went to work for my last night shift, we got an email that we had gotten the apartment. So within the span of a few days, like, wow. My whole routine is changing. I'm going to a full-time job of Monday through Friday and goodbye retail and I'm moving in with my girlfriend. So this is also like everything just kind of was changing in a way of just it, – it was really becoming a part of like where I was so miserable months before with retail. You know, Everything in life but my relationship was kind of crappy at that point in 2014. It kind of just switched and everything just made a whole – 180 and it was we were moving in together and i got a new job and it was everything was fantastic oh it was and honestly looking back at that time it's one of the happiest times of my life i had been so happy and i was you know when i left ryan's house i was a little emotional i was like man i appreciated him giving me a home for nearly three years but it was such a fresh start of just like this is gonna be good so and you know i to come home to her every day i mean we're practically living together now but just to have a place of our own that we can call our own, our first apartment was so unbelievably special. And it was one of the happiest times of my life, to be completely honest. I'd finally found that like work balance of just like I, my job is just not that important to like I have a new job that's, that actually cares about me. And to come home to a woman I love, is, is, is it was so incredible at that time. Aww. We actually moved during a snowstorm too, which was amazing too i didn't mention that detail that was the only bummer about that whole move yeah so. in in april wasn't it march 1st march 1st okay that's what it was march I, 1st 2015 we moved in and it started to snow when we got to the apartment myself ryan my mom and dad were loading my stuff in and it was a garden apartment so we had to like park the truck walk across the whole complex get upstairs to the upstairs apartment and then like jimmy and andrew and veronica who was pregnant at the time were helping Noelle and her stepfather move her out of her apartment and her stuff was on the curb and it was snowing and people were asking her like, are you selling this? How much is it for? She's like, no, I'm trying to move. My boyfriend's not here yet. And she's like, what happened? I'm like, we, it was a, it was a marathon to try to get that stuff out. And it was also the same day as the stupid St. Patrick's Day parade in the nearby town of Belmont. Oh man. So it was like the perfect disaster of just like snowstorm (laughs) parade full of drunken idiots at 11 at like one o'clock in the afternoon. And 
everybody's trying to get this thing unpacked because we have to get the truck back. It was, it was so, but once it was done, it was so worth it kind of thing. So it was, it was great. All right. Let me stop you there because we have a lot more to get to and we do want to keep these shows a little bit tight. So we're going to spare you and uh, say we're going to end it here and part two will be available next Monday. So make sure you subscribe to the show and please give the show five stars on the podcast resource of your choice. And you can follow Jack at JackWagon85 on Twitter, JacksonFigure1985 on Instagram. Follow me at Chris Abalo on Twitter and Chris Sells Out on Instagram. And of course, please follow the show at Cape Pod on Twitter and Instagram. That is Cape Pod. So until next Monday, when we conclude the story so far of Jack and Noel, for Jack DeFranco, this is Chris Abalo, and this was yet another experiment. Starting to see the man I fell in love with again. Where? Where? I'll kill him! You! Oh.